Love does not begin and end in the way we seem to think it does. Love is a battle. Love is a war. Love is growing up. James Baldwin. Thank you for tuning in to Three Queens and Things, a space where queens connect. Our podcast will be bringing the latest and greatest topics of self-love and womanhood. Boom. (laughs) Before we dive... Y'all, this is how three queens is naturally and raw. We just, we trying to be organized and trying to say, but this is what happened. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, so I think it's your turn. Before we dive into today's topic of love languages, we think it's important to share a bit about ourselves each episode. So let's go ahead and kick off the round table. I'll start. My name is Ati. I am currently single. My relationship status. Are you ready to mingle? I case any of our singles know somebody that knows somebody that she knows wants somebody, somebody tall, dark, to, handsome. He gotta have a balance between like a thug and a and a real estate agent. He gotta have a briefcase <laughs> and a beard. That's my two requirements. He gotta have what? A briefcase and a beard. <laughs> Who in twenty seventeen? We looking for unicorns. <laughs> Okay, look up a unicorn. A briefcase and a beard, sit in my way. Um, but just in case somebody's listening, she did say a briefcase and a beard. I asked y'all to set me up three times on a date. Y'all just won't do it. Anyway, we, we working on that. We, we, we yeah, anyways, <laughs> I, my relationship status is single. Um, three things I look for in an ideal relationship. Someone who is family oriented. I mentioned in the last episode, I am huge on family. So someone who wants to build and someone who's also close to their family, um, who values family. So that's number one. Um, someone who's loyal. I don't want to have to question how you feel about me from day to day. Mm. If you hear from me or if you're not here for me today, Chill. I need to know. And third, someone who's ambitious. I am currently on a journey to better myself and constantly trying new things and constantly trying to just better myself all the way around. I don't need someone who's going to be dead weight, who doesn't really want anything out of life. So that that. is huge for me. She said none of that. (laughs) And if I can add a fourth, he has to be open-minded because I am trying to travel. and ask for fourth. See, that's the problem. See, See, when we try to get it down to the nitty gritty, I have to tell me who a fourth. dating profile. This is audio. Is this on OK Cupid? Yeah. Yeah, this is on my POF profile. Is in my bio since y'all would have cut me off. Oh, I'm sorry. Share your number for me. What is POF? Plenty of fish. Oh, okay. That's the married woman talking, y'all. She don't know. I I really ain't got no plenty of fish. Don't be thinking. I deleted it like two years ago. But anyway, this ain't nothing. Take the shame out of your game. Okay. I'm not on POF. She is not on Tinder, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Anyway, let people meet. That's me. That's my introduction. Christian Mingles that kind. This is Mimi Ford. I am <laughs> Mary. Just so y'all know, she threw her ring up when she said that. I am happily married. Um, we want to hear about your your love story. Just a little brief. Um, Not we don't need Atian's description, but we right. can do a little three point three bullet point. See, shut me down. Yeah. Well, us. we met about. Nine years ago, I was 19. I was a baby, a baby. And um, he used to be a promoter for clubs and whatnot. And, you know, one thing led to another. and took my number, and then, you know, here we are. <laughs> Fast forward. <laughs> here we are. Um, got married about seven years ago. So, you know, it's, it's, um, it's a journey. However, it's it's a beautiful it's a beautiful journey. Um, you got three things. What's your, what you looking for in a rela- in your relationship? Because you're not looking for a relationship. So, what are the three things that are important to you in a, in your marriage? 
Um, three things that are important to me are um, trust, um, hardworking, and it, it has to be more than three things. It's uh, family-oriented, um, you know, just a go-get-it type of attitude. Like, let's build together. Like, let's let's do this shit. Like, we, we this is something that we're building we're not only in a relationship we're in a marriage where we're also you know trying to get somewhere in life um and great sex i know that's great mm-hmm. <laughs> and paychecks oh. <laughs> can't have broke sex okay. can't be broke this can't one. Enjoy sex if you broke. all right <laughs> all right well uh i'm sola i am currently in a relationship that is makes me super happy Ooh. Ooh. and <laughs> Shout out to Atian because funny story is Atian set me up on a blind date with my current boyfriend. So she do a little something. She a little something. Little something. And if only I could do that little something, something for me. It's now. okay. <laughs> we gonna get there. We gonna we gonna spin that black girl. Yeah, by very but, own Patty Stanger, uh, the yeah. matchmaker. <laughs> <laughs> um, in terms of mm, three things that I look for in an ideal relationship. Let's see. I gotta remember what I told Atian. Before she hooked me up with my boyfriend. <laughs> um, somebody who is open-minded is critical. Somebody who is independent is critical. And somebody who's funny as hell mm-hmm. is critical. Those three That's things true. I can say. You know, of course there's other things you want, but usually those three things can kind of mm-hmm. kind of get you where you need to be. Yeah, you have to. In order, I feel like in order for relationships to be successful, like you have to be each other's best friend. Like, y'all gotta shoot the shit. You gotta crack jokes. Y'all gotta talk about each other. Y'all gotta. It's not just seriousness all the time. And let's pay these bills and take care of these kids and go to these jobs. Like, you have to like mm-hmm. that has to be a like that's that my has to be your yeah, best friend. Yeah. So since you are the only married one in the group, tell us what's your secret. How do you maintain a successful marriage? Um, communication, communication, communication. Oh, say it again. Communicate. Oh, communication. (laughs) They, you have to tell them what you want. Get on my nerves. What you expect. Nobody's a mind. What your needs are. You cannot assume. We need a tambourine in here. Come on. Just (laughs) because you know you've been together for. X amount of years that they're supposed to know. Are you supposed to know how I feel and feel how I feel? Like, no. Men are simple minded. Ooh. <laughs> I'm king. You and still ver- king. Yes, very but, uh... much, but very one track minded. And, you know, you have, to, as a woman, you have to communicate your feelings and your needs and your wants. So you definitely have to communicate. And vice versa. He has to communicate with you. If you slacking somewhere, if, you know, he needs something from you, you have to communicate that. Okay. It goes around. So, kind of transition into our next question. When did you guys know you were ready for a relationship? I will say for me, um, how I know I'm ready to date now is because I'm in a better place with myself. I would say, like, six months ago, y'all would have caught me. I was angry. I drove every She man. was a little bitter, y'all. <laughs> every man that looks she in my was. direction, I gave him a nasty What look. you looking at? <laughs> so, now I'm in a much better place. I'm happy with myself. And, um... You know, I feel like everything is coming together for me. I'm in, everything is in place as far as my career. Um, you know, money-wise, my credit score going up. Hey, body, hey, waist hey, snatch. Sound like yes. a little new Kanye workout plan. Right. 27. 
everything is good. Family's good. Health is good. And, you know, every I'm good with myself. And that's how I know mm-hmm. that, you know, the issues. Because if I would have gotten a relationship six months ago or started dating, that just would have been somebody to help me try to fix my insecurities mm-hmm. and make me feel good about myself. So I had to work that out. And now that I'm in that place where I'm okay, I think I'm ready to start trying to let somebody else in. That's dope. Uh, yeah, I think uh, for me, it's very similar. I, I knew I was ready for a relationship when I knew I was more okay with me. When I knew, like, some of the insecurities that I had with just how I, like, you know, that impacted my last relationship that I was in or made me feel a certain type of way, I had to really take away from that and figure out, like, how do I feel about myself? So when I could just really look at myself in the mirror and be like, you good, mm-hmm. and feel good on the inside, feel good on the outside, because um, I think, you know, being in a relationship is a very big thing, whether it's your boyfriend, whether it's marriage. I think that's a, an even bigger step. But I think you have to be in a space where you're open to be vulnerable. And so that was a an indicator for me is when I was able to be really vulnerable with myself and work on the things I needed to work on. Once I come to a space where I was able to be open to being vulnerable with somebody else, because I think that's what that's what a relationship is. Like, I don't know this person from Timbuktu. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know them. They don't know me. We're trying to do this whole life thing, trying to do these things together. And we don't have a context for each other. And so I think to a part of that, you have to be vulnerable or at least open to being vulnerable to walk into that context. Well, my situation is <laughs> completely different. Um, like I said, I was really young. I was 19 when I met my husband and I was a kid. Like I didn't, all I knew was like, this man is really fucking dope. And <laughs> I just want to be with him. So, um, I didn't really know. Like, I was just, we were just having a conversation just the other day, and I was just like, we grew up together, and we're still growing up together. So everything that, you know, you've gone through six months ago, I felt while I was with somebody. Like, I was in a place where I was insecure or not feeling my best. Like, I went through all of that with mm-hmm. him. So I, I just really, I didn't know. I just knew I loved this man, and I wanted to spend the rest of my life with him. And I just jumped in, you know, head first. Maybe it's not the best <laughs> idea. And I they, think it works for they, some people, though. Thank yeah. God it, it, it worked out. But, You're you know, really that's, I, I, went, I went in that with my oh, eyes, so. you know, wide. <laughs> my challenge oh. is being vulnerable. And, like, Desola and I were having a conversation, literally. We're always having this conversation, y'all. It's an ongoing <laughs> conversation for all of us in life, but right. particularly you and Atiana. Literally on the drive over here, um, we were talking about, you know, her new relationship and everything. But I was saying that I think a challenge of mine that I may have in my next relationship is being vulnerable. So kind of going back to our last episode, when we are talking about friendships. I have a vulner- I have an issue being vulnerable to anybody um friends and relationships alike so i know that's something that i'm gonna have to overcome it's gonna be a challenge for me but the person that i end up with or decide to actually invest my time into is gonna have to understand that's something that i'm working on Mm -hmm. i just gotta find the right person that's worth it and i was telling her once you find somebody that doesn't make you feel like you out here looking stupid and they out here talking entertaining Mm -hmm. so-and-so you know that's when i think i might be okay slightly open it's gonna take me a while but mm. that's always been my challenge. I've never had someone who made me felt comfortable enough to make me feel like I can open up in that way to if I open myself up to you, that you're not going to have me feeling like we're regretting that I did. You know, I never felt mm. like I never yeah. been in a relationship where I regretted opening up to somebody. Yeah. That's a part of the risk, though. Like, I think overall, you never sometimes you don't you know. Don't like, know. Yeah. I had to be intentional, you know, with my current boyfriend to be like, uh, 
this is what I need. Like, there's been moments where I've had very honest conversations that I've never had with another man. And that's because I've seen the value in, in what I enjoy in him, but i also seen the value in myself that a lot of me being in those bad spaces with these other men had to do with me not being able to vocalize what was going on with me, what I needed, what I wanted. It wasn't, I wasn't doing that. So I, a part of the devastation with how those things worked out had to do with me and where I was. And so once I realized that I have power to choose and to be vulnerable without expectation of reciprocation like i do think it's important that the person you're with is also able to be vulnerable because that that helps that process Mm -hmm. but you have to make the decision and take that risk i can say i have definitely battled with being vulnerable i think you see so many negative um, examples of relationships and women getting cheated on a man out here with a side bitch and this and that like you you almost like well how how are you just sitting over here just with me and how you, you so fucking yeah, perfect yeah you gotta be doing something like <laughs> why are you I've, so i've gone through that and like i had to really like look at myself and like bitch you are sabotaging your own fucking yeah. marriage like what that has to do with up? what that has to do though is your your thought of you being enough if you and being exactly worthy. and like, i that's what that mm-hmm. is and i told i broke down and i cried and i said babe like i do not feel i don't feel worthy of this of this man like i don't i don't i didn't know what to do with it like I didn't have an example of my parents were together, but they had a very volatile relationship. And my mother was the strong woman and I'm not, you know, submitting to you Mm -hmm. and you not doing enough and always putting her man down. So that's the picture that I've been painted. So for me to be a vulnerable, submissive wife Mm -hmm. and like to a certain extent, Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) and and be you know this man's backbone to support your man and uplift your man i had to figure that out on my own i didn't have that Mm -hmm. so i had to just learn everything on my own and it's 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 been it's tough it's let's talk about that about what you've seen like growing up as a successful relationship do you have any examples of that do you feel like that plays any part in the relationships that you build right now with your marriage and with your boyfriend do you feel like what you've seen growing up as far as what a relationship is supposed to look like does that play a role mm-hmm. in how absolutely. you definitely absolutely out? what i haven't seen like the absence of so i was raised by like i've never i think maybe one time my mom was married for a little bit but outside of that i've never lived with a man so that means like my grandmother my great-grandmother i was raised by my grandma my great-grandmother my mother by strong and women. so by strong five very strong mm-hmm. very strong um, black woman and so I never saw marriage I never seen really a relationship I never seen any of that interaction with a man like what is that balance of okay I'm a you mm. know I'm a fall back I'm gonna submit I'm mm. going to but I'm also going to uplift I'm gonna empower I'm mm. going to create the space to be respected and create the space to be myself so I, I never saw that but because I never saw that what I decided to do was get some books what I decided to do was ask married people or if we, right. I'm a person you're gonna get to notice but I like to ask lots of questions to everybody and anybody <laughs> who gonna, who gonna who simply looks like they may entertain me. But I think that's why that's important is I think people react to that differently. I think some people react and they are purposefully in those type they or unintentionally maybe get in those types of relationships that they seem, you know, turbulence. But I didn't I didn't have anything. So what I really try to do with my relationship that I'm in now is like think about things. Talk right. to him about things, not just mm-hmm. be in my head about things. Because mm-hmm. I can do I've done that for too long as a single mm-hmm. woman is to be in my head because then it's like, but then that's still only your perspective. Mm-hmm. So I've had to have some like awkward conversations like, okay. 
I've had like we've talked about marriage and kids, but not in the way that's like, okay, I'm saying I'm ready for this step, but really to like, what do you think about that? And that can be uncomfortable telling somebody like, I'm not good at this shit. You have to walk me through this. I don't know how to be. But it's really to me that's the blessing of being in a relationship. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm with a guy who is open to letting our experience be our experience Mm -hmm. and open to being better and open to learning and growing. But like I know we, you know, we both don't have that context of how that works right like right. we have to invent that we right. have to there's gonna be shit we try that doesn't work there's gonna be things that we try that does mm-hmm. work and we gotta celebrate and we have to move on mm-hmm. so and you have to take into consideration like his upbringing like did he have exactly does he value family did he have a figure in his life that showed him how to be a husband or the backbone of a household exactly. like does he know how to carry out you know mm-hmm. taking care of a household because it's, mm-hmm. it's probably a new process i think for, in my relationship is a new process for both, for both of, of us mm-hmm. so that's that's a part of it is figuring out what that being read a book ask some questions like <laughs> i love older married couples right. younger married couples i blessed that to have those like mm-hmm. one of my friends just got engaged yesterday congratulations that is exciting news so i think it's, it's important to ask them like what's going on like mm-hmm. how does you and i think sometimes that's why friendship is important friendship is important <laughs> to have with people who are at different levels of life whether that they be married they have kids like i've always been intentional about having people in different spaces of life mm-hmm. in my life so i can ask them like well what does that look like mm-hmm. because sometimes when i'm ready to quit because i've never seen you know a man throw his socks on the, the dirty floor and the woman yell and then it'd be still a marriage or still a relationship mm-hmm. i didn't have that picture we so i'm thinking like am i supposed to leave him because his socks on the floor you know in our age group we don't <laughs> see that enough we don't exactly. see it yeah, successful see like would you i you're my only married friend yeah. like mimi you're the only person i know that's in a marriage and you're happy and there's it's just not common and I've never been to a wedding my parents got married when I was about eight but they came to Las Vegas that's how we ended up moving to Las Vegas but they came out to (laughs) Vegas to get married and I don't have any friends that ever got married Wow. So it's just like I don't have it's not common and I don't know if it's just our age group, our generation or what it's it is. It's our generation. Marriage just doesn't But it ex- happens. It doesn't exist. It you know, we can't say it it's I think it's harder for it to exist. It's harder because we're taught that we're not supposed to be intentional about mm-hmm. a lot of things. But marriage ain't something you fall upon. A relationship ain't something oh, you fall upon. Right? So I think because we're getting this image that well, I'm just supposed to be me, I'm supposed to be self made, I'm supposed to be doing this, like all of those things break us down mm-hmm. to believe that we we don't a relationship don't is anybody. at work like i you know i've come into a space in my relationship like i you know i've always said like you don't need nobody like you don't need but i would be no, devastated if he were to go somewhere yeah. like if he wasn't in my life somebody. i would be like, i would be don't, upset don't leave you know like, I'd just be like well, i've been there like, like the kevin hart like no yeah but like no. but to open yourself up as a woman to say like okay i understand in the larger picture i could function in life without you i could i could do these things in life but like like, to really be to. vulnerable is mm-hmm. that I don't want to mm-hmm. and to be honest right now it really feels like you, you need to be around right mm-hmm. that's hard to say that's oh, hard yeah. for me because yeah. I was raised to be a strong you know by strong single black woman and, and it's crazy because my household is really different because th- there was never any bad talking of men that that was a different that's experience that's rare from especially my, growing like, up my, with my, a lot just, of women they weren't talked about like I never my mom never talked about poorly about my father like you know there were things that were said that were truth mm-hmm. but there was never that negative kind of tension. so it wasn't that I grew up thinking negatively around men or I seen men come and go like I talked to my mom now about men she did I'm like huh you were dating him <laughs> like right. oh, I saw him when we went to go volunteer but <laughs> you know what I mean but that that that, that presence it's so, it's so of a man. man. Like, I'm yeah. getting to know what a man is now. Right. At 26 years old, I'm getting to know, like, 
that's kind of what men do. They not to generalize because each man and each woman is their own person, but we can we live in a world where we group things together, and that's yeah. okay. And it's, um, it's so that's odd what that for me because I've always seen what a man is supposed to do and what a man's supposed to be. I grew up with what my mother and father have been married, like I said, since I was eight. I've never seen a time my parents weren't together. They've been together since they were like sixteen. My parents oh, wow. have, like have been together their entire lives, so I don't know what it's like to to not have, you know, like But those that. expectations, too, that's where I, I wonder that even if you do have those examples, is that really an expectation of what you want? Or is it just of what you see? I think my dad said a really amazing example of what a man's supposed to do for a household, what a man's supposed to be, what he's supposed to provide to his household. Mm. And I do take that into consideration yeah. when I'm out here dating and I'm mm. looking for someone to build. I don't look at dating as just like, is this going to be fun for a little bit? What are we about to do? Like, I'm looking at it as like, can I build with you? Are you about to do? Like, my dad provided for us if do every that's and what I've, a real man does. yeah and so like i oh, we got into the real man a lot of my friends tell me that i have really high standards and that's possible but i've seen my dad be a strong man and a provider my mm. entire life mm. and i've always been a daddy's girl so i guess it's like yeah i'm not about to let nobody treat me less than Absolutely. what my dad has right. treated me my exactly. whole life and that's should I, that mean you i gotta shouldn't. wait but what if it's different stuff like what if i don't need you to pump my gas what if i don't what if i'm making more money like do i need to like what does oh, that provider that's a look whole like another one. it's it's in a, it's in a man's dna to a real man's dna Ooh, we got fake to out here, we mm-hmm. know it. huh we got some posers and some fakers and some perpetrators um but it's in a real man's dna to want to provide and take care of his one Woman, and but what about oh, see, I, I that's what I that's what I but what I about my men father who, like and if, that's he, the, but that's in they did like you've saw you've seen that, that but mm-hmm. like what if some men weren't raised by men so what if they don't my husband that's wasn't raised excuse. by a woman my my but husband was raised by his provide? grandmother but what if what if those things that provide because I'm sure like if we all put out like what we need or what we feel in a relationship we gonna have a different list. But you okay? See, that's what I don't like either. People making excuses for what a man man, is supposed to mm -hmm. do based off of what he was raised or seen. But that's not it. But but that will y'all didn't let me finish. What if you have to show him how to do some of those things? Is he open to learning though? Because yeah. every man that if I've he's... met is completely okay with letting a woman take care of him. If you feel okay, yeah, sorry. if you don't feel emasculated by me, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like my experience, and maybe like I said, I'm the single one in the group, so maybe this is this is my experience. I've come across more than enough men mm-hmm. that are like completely, almost like dependent upon mm-hmm. women. They're looking for a woman, to not to say they don't him. want to mm-hmm. build something with somebody, but they're looking to build with somebody who is going to take the lead. I'm my dad was always a leader. My parents were a partnership, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of men that wants the woman to. You need to uplift me and like you need to treat me. I'm I'm okay with treating you like you're my king and you are my king. If but I act like you a and king, I, right? Exactly. Conduct yourself as such so I can treat you as such. You exactly. Can't get the title without the work. I'm sorry. I'm looking for a woman that's gonna stick with me while I get my stuff together and it's gonna uplift me and help me get to where I need to be. So they're looking for someone who like myself. I'm not even about to like boast of myself, but just who's established and mm-hmm. strong in who mm-hmm. they are. So that maybe I can influence you or help you get to where I am. But I need somebody that's going to help me grow, too. What, what about me? And help, what are you going to provide to me? And help yourself. I'm helping you get to a better place in your life. Help yourself. But I, that means I have to stay right here so that you can kind of build up to get to where I am right now. That means I can't grow. Or mm. I don't know. I, all I'm saying is there's a lot of men out here who's comfortable with letting a woman take care of them. And if a man, this is I my, this is my philosophy. It. If a man is really into you and if you're established, you had a good job, your credit is, you know, you you doing you, you popping and you popping you lit out here waist snatch uh, i'm sorry <laughs> yes a man is going to want to 
okay, let me get myself together so I can bring something to the table. Or let me bring a table to the table. How right. about that? Oh, yeah. What are y'all think? Ooh, I got the chairs. You got the table. <laughs> right. <laughs> what, are, what are you supposed to bring as a woman? What are you bringing to the table? The chairs. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, I'm a strong... <laughs> believer in a woman is supposed to I'm a strong believer in the man should take the lead I have no problem submitting however I am an independent woman because I've always had to be since in my adult life I've always taken care of myself I've never had anybody to split the bills with anybody to split anything with since I've been an adult but I have no problem submitting to a man when I find the right king to be like you know Mm -hmm. let me help you let me help us get to a better place so I believe the woman should take care of the household I believe a woman should of course work too i'm not a woman that's just gonna look for a man to take care of me mm-hmm. um but no to bring income to the household an additional income to the household to take care of the household take care of the children when there are children in the picture i think that is a woman's place oh, i agree i i agree um i was gonna say something i need my it boyfriend kinda, to be listening and know that that might not be mind. the same here <laughs> um in my situation i feel like i we butt heads a lot because I have, I'm married to an alpha male, and I am an alpha female, and I'm very strong. I was raised by a strong woman, so I don't know anything else but to be a strong woman, to be very vocal, and it, he is stressed, like, just be soft, be soft, and I don't know what, I'm still trying to figure that out. What like, do you mean, that? be soft? Yeah, I don't know. Are you want me to cry? Like, right. cause I'm not. You want me to cry? I, like I don't I don't understand that but you know we we deal with it and we butt heads mm-hmm. but we get through it so what do you feel like you bring to your marriage I feel like that should be talked about in the first date or the first interaction like what I expect you to bring or what kind of value I expect you to add to my life like if we're gonna go forward I need to know like what are you gonna not in the sense of what are you gonna do for me but it's uh, maybe and then maybe this is where I'm wrong, but I've been okay by myself for all this time. Like I need question. you to you tell be me. Honest, what are you gonna do for me? That's a and honest, I hate to say that. Don't hate to say. I, it. Okay, embrace so, that because that's what you want to know. It's odd because I've spoken to and maybe we can kind of touch on inter- inter- interracial relationships because I've spoken oh, to shit. a black man <laughs> and he's told me the reason why he doesn't date black women is because they have this attitude is what can you do for me? You damn right I got an attitude about what you're going to do for me. <laughs> shit. Damn right. Everybody and needs to have that attitude because it needs to be a mutually satisfying yeah, situation. Yeah, we're all in it for something. Like, But their presence isn't Let's enough. Like, but that, I don't think it has anything to do with white. He wants to date white women. So just say you want to date white women. Because because like, white women treat him like, like I appreciate you like, being don't here. Just say that. I, honestly, I feel like it takes a real strong man, a black man, to to deal with a black woman. Yes, we got ish. Like we not got all at, black women. Not all, world. not all of us, but we are a lot, and it's a package. Like we are. For the most part, very strong. We are dynamic. Yeah. <laughs> very headstrong, probably raised by another strong woman. So we inherited that. Mm-hmm. Um, we're hard to deal with. 
we we're a lot. I don't know if hard to deal with is a. I don't know. I mean, if maybe I for lack of better words, that. but we, I we're, think what we have to take into consideration is our cultural upbringing, our socialization, and how we've been institutionalized throughout okay. our history. That Speak provides us to be in a certain space in a certain way because we are taught that we have to be a certain way when we were separated from our families, when we are we are put at, at, as the only contributor to our household. That creates a certain hardness and i do believe that you know nine times out of ten that's probably not the right statistic but we do have a hardness to us as black women because we have to walk into a very hard world and i think that you know a lot of that has been used as coping mechanisms a lot of it has been just used as survival tactics which i don't think is here you like right or wrong um i don't think it's always healthy um that's something i've experienced from being in a relationship is i feel soft and that's something that over the last couple months i've really had to come to terms with what that means for me because feeling soft that's a very it's not a feeling that i'm used to like sold out (laughs) my boyfriend's not white y'all I don't know if that's what you were saying. He's not like. Okay, so let me say this. A big thing for me is protection. I need a protector. That's one value that I'm looking for in a man. So do you feel like your man provides protection as far as just like he feel, not even in sense of you like if you're out. Yeah. If somebody yes. going to pop up and he going to yes. be like, yes, what? That, and also like, I feel like if I'm going through something, you got me. Like if it's something mm, even like personal, yeah. like you are my backbone and I know that I'm not in this alone, no matter what the situation. Emotionally? Yeah. It's, it's like, mm, like I, you got it, babe. We got this. It's all. It's it's not like, oh, well, let me give you a hug and <laughs> let's cry. It's like you need to stop crying because he's very logical. You need to stop crying because it's gonna be okay. You know, I got you. Right. We need to do this, this, and this. Not you don't need to soak in it. That's okay. So you know, yeah. it's not like well, let's cry and right. You know, no, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So do you feel like your man provides you protection? Absolutely. You feel secure with him? You yeah. feel like if anything... I feel secure, like, emotionally, physically, spiritually. That's important. You know, academically, I feel like he has he has an, an interest and he has a perspective that I would trust to make decisions that, you know, would protect me. Yeah, that's important. But I think another thing that... What were we talking about? I think that another thing that's important for me in terms of what it brings to the table is, I think, innovation... Or how we are not only going to... I'm not a person that's okay with being content. Like, I don't picture mm. any point in my life being content. Right. Like, I think it's all about the next step and creating yeah. better decisions and an elevation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think balance is something that I bring to the table that I'm able to balance out things. And I'm able to deliver difficult conversations. So, if you're not willing <laughs> to make them or, you, you know, you feel uncomfortable, just all will always be here to provide that space for you. Um, and I think, you know, that peace. Mm-hmm. I think that's important to bring peace that to, is important. to your mate. Mm-hmm. I think that to me, so rather than like, I'm going to take care of the kids. Cause, um, I think the way things that my boyfriend might like kids more than I do, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, not to say I don't like kids, but I think he has passions around it that I may not have. So I think that kicks in once you have a child. Cause I have friends not for that have everybody kids. and for every woman, that's some shit we need to get rid of because not for everyone. Every woman doesn't have those things in her and that's absolutely okay. But what I'm saying is there's not, I'm not going to be the one always cleaning up the dish. Like I'm not going to play roles like that, but what we both need to bring is that peace that innovation, that that consist not consistency, but commitment. Like mm-hmm. I believe love is a choice. I believe that there are things that happen, but we ha- we make those choices, and I believe that you should make a choice that you feel good with oh, and definitely. commit to that choice. Like every day when you wake up in a relationship in a marriage, you are waking up to commit to that person and commit to you doing life together. I think what people have to realize is that 
relationships or love is it's an ever changing evolving mm-hmm. entity it's not going to stay the same so i feel like in my marriage something that we've i've dealt with is you were when you were you know five years ago you didn't do this or you didn't like it's we had to realize like we're not going to stay the same like we were young we're still young and we're changing we're evolving make different choices we think different things you know so it's it's a changing you have to deal with the changes that your significant other is going to go through and support them through those changes absolutely so that that's a struggle and important thing to make sure you kind of tap into so, Desola, remember back to when you were dating before you found your boyfriend. <laughs> what oh, were she's some... about to bring us some old shit. I'm just wondering, <laughs> what are some of the struggles you came across? Because I know there's plenty of women out here, such as myself, that are dealing with the struggles. I need to be intellectually stimulated. And that is something that you was hard finding. for me to find. And if I found it, it was hard to, for me to also find that openness to, to try out a relationship, to try to commit. Because I, I'm not a person that loves dating to date. Like, I don't like... I I know when I like some like the first date I went on with my boyfriend I was right. like oh he's gonna be, I, you know I thought mm-hmm. yeah that's that's he's that, the one yeah he's the one I'm about to right. with him for a little I, bit I don't I don't need all of those options I'm never a person that feels like I'm missing out on something or I need to explore you know what it's like to be with this type of person like I just know what I, I like and either. I trust my intuition and I trust my God and I trust my universe mm-hmm. to align me with whatever those things are so I think finding that intellectual stimulation. Finding somebody who is passionate, that is a that is a major thing for me. Ooh. I cannot deal with somebody who is not extremely passionate about something in their life. Watching a man work on something that he is passionate about is sexy. Just so sexy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think, what else, what else, what else? Um... The, so yeah, did you like, try out the online dating? Like, what is I can. Ooh, I am not an online dater. Yeah, did I'm just not. I'm not. I'm not. I don't have the capacity to small talk that much mm-hmm. or to like. I need. I'm a people person. Like, I'm an. I'm very few people believe I'm an introvert. I have extra very expressions, but I truly need to be by myself for parts of the the week or the day or like really the day, um, so I can <laughs> energize. But people do also energize me in some way. But being by myself energizes me the most. Mm-hmm. But I like to be around people, so I like to be able to connect. And I think that that screen that that just doesn't that doesn't give something that blocks something for me. Mm-hmm. I just feel like dating in 2017 is so difficult, especially when I mean, of course, when you're looking for something solid mm-hmm. and somebody with substance. Because yeah, I've been in too many situations. So the world is so superficial and just hung up on social media. And if you don't look like this picture, then yeah. you know, even like even... I can't, if you're not no bad bitch, then I can't. You know, right. you know. Well, what, what like for quote unquote you know yeah, like but you're not, not really you know, though yeah I don't know I don't think they know <laughs> that's the problem I don't think you know like okay when she wipe her makeup off and she's still gonna be a bad bitch because I feel like it's some bad bitches out here that right. just might not look how what, what we that Kim yeah, Kardashian look because I have nappy hair and like I still feel like I'm a bad bitch mm-hmm. like that's, as you should you know what right. I mean like with that but that image of like what that looks like or even being in a relationship who you supposed to be with how that's supposed to look like mm-hmm. even just the social media like I am really like my boyfriend and I we still don't follow each other on all social media and I feel like that is 
That's what Absolutely I was going to ask next. Fucking okay. So how do y'all feel about social media playing a role in your relationship? I always said the next relationship I'm going to be in, I have no problem deleting my social media. I feel like it does play a huge part, and I feel like people start to develop their own opinions around, like, yeah. I feel like you have to be protective like your of your relationship cute. at all times. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And social yeah. media is definitely can, can be a Getting threat. Getting away. Depend, and it depends on how you live your life. It depends on the boundaries that you have. But I am a person that, like, it's a, it's a tool for me to connect with people. I don't feel like either one of us is high. I don't feel like I'm a hidden person in my right. boyfriend's life. And I don't feel like I would hope he wouldn't feel that, you know, he would feel the same way, but I just don't feel like I need to blast every time we go on a date. Right. Or, like you follow both of us. Sometimes you probably don't even know we with each other unless we like, you know, right. like I just don't feel like that has to play. A I major feel part. like if you're in a relationship, if you don't have any additional business on social media, then why are you on social media? If you don't have, you know, running your business or you need social media for your business mm-hmm. or, you know, you need a following for a particular reason. Right. Um, then why are you here? <laughs> you should not yeah. be here. I think you if you if, if you are going to like I think it works for some couples, though. Like I see couples that I don't think that social media. I don't know. I guess I've never talked way. about it with them either. But I just don't. I don't know. if I know some of my friends have looked at me like y'all are friends on Snapchat. Y'all not. You know, we like have had a conversation about it. And he was essentially like, you know, maybe like I didn't know if you wanted your privacy. Like when you out. And that's real. Like I appreciate him thinking like I, di- I didn't need it. Mm-hmm. So that's why it was never addressed. But, you know, I feel like I always feel like a relationship is in three parts. It's each of those individual people and then your relationship as an entity. And that's something that's important to me. I don't, I'm not one just like we become one. Like mm-hmm. we become three. I am slightly possessive. I'm not even going to lie. Yes. I will be watching who likes your pictures. I will be liking who you like pictures of. And you, you better, better not, not be liking them. Better not. <laughs> if I, you might me, as well just go ahead and delete it. You you let me find out. Like, you yeah. like somebody's pictures, especially somebody I used to talk to. What you like oh. about it? Because I'm going to ask you what you like about it. What you like? Okay. I'm going to wake you up about your sleep. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. Like I'm about to wake you up about your sleep to figure out what you like about Wake you up about your sleep? Listen. Yes. Girl, I think you need to go sleep. Listen. <laughs> Anyways. I just like I I mean maybe that's why I create those vibes because maybe I have that person inside me but I I enjoy my boyfriend too much to like have the time and the energy to be fighting over some simple shit like we either gonna delete it we are gonna do it we gotta go like, it needs I, to be I just, that respect like if I'm, like I just don't feel like you should even be uh, double tapping on a chick picture right anyway. but like what is she cute but don't double tap though just think it what you, you gotta what you gotta what? let everybody know that you like the picture for see this is why her. I think this is... just don't just keep that I'm to right yourself there. so he's supposed to have a, he's supposed to have an Instagram and not like shit yeah he's supposed to delete his Instagram you... oh you and me now you ain't got no Instagram you better <laughs> you better like your we got an Instagram. Um, we oh, have wow. an Instagram. Who texting us? <laughs> Who texting us? I, I think that, I don't know. Like, maybe it's just, I, I think there's still a lot of things that I'm trying to, I think we were talking about this other day when we were hanging out. Like, there's a lot of things that I'm developing my boundaries for because this is a different type of relationship. I've never been in this type of relationship, and which is a, a really good thing. But it's also that I, there's some things that I don't know how I quite feel about it yet because it hasn't, it just hasn't come up. So kind of moving along what keeps your relationship spiced up do you send texts throughout the day little oh, spicy texts do you send do you send pictures throughout the day like what keeps... i don't send anything currently you don't you don't feel like you need to send your man a little i just don't think no I, I just to. don't think maybe and i could be wrong but i just don't think that that's that's a mutual thing like i've done it previously like i don't have no problem with that i think you should warm with the sexy however the what works for both of y'all but we do not send pictures i i don't do that in my current relationship either yeah we Listen. don't we don't send folks pictures 
I don't receive dick pics. You know, I don't know um, there's anything wrong with dick pics. So I, listen, I know y'all are different on that, but I don't think there's anything wrong with it. If both no, people it's are, not. as long as it is not harassment, there is consent. I'm big on consent. Okay, don't be just sending. <laughs> then don't be sending. Do not. So- I'm at work, sir. I'm at my Make sure they are private. They're not popping up on the pop up screen. Make sure they go straight to the. I am at a staff meeting. I do not need this right now. No. Okay. So y'all don't send pics. So what do you no, do? I, I believe you have to be flirtatious. You gotta, you know, brushing your teeth like, hey, tap you, you know, tap okay. you on the butt, like, hey, you gonna get this I wish tonight? I could yeah, say I'm gonna get that. I, oh, I'm gonna get that. <laughs> come get that it. That sounds like some Mary chick. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna get that. that. <laughs> okay, so what do y'all think about your spouse having a best friend or close friend of the opposite sex? Negative. <laughs> okay, so my best friend has a lot of female. Never friends. gonna happen. He does, and you're okay with that. No. Listen. Are you comfortable? I've had to... I'm comfortable. He doesn't make me feel uncomfortable. Nothing makes me feel uncomfortable about it. But just knowing how life happens from my experience and perspective, I would rather that he didn't. But that's not something I can change at this point. Or not something I feel that like I need to change. Like I just don't... I don't believe in all that. So I, I feel respected. That's what's important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, if I felt anything other than that, he would know right away. Right. Um, but I, I, I think that he should have his friendship. I'm big on friendships. Right. But I do I feel comfortable like do I like the idea he has a lot of friends female friends or women friends no I don't like that idea but am I comfortable do I feel respected do I feel honored do I feel cherished absolutely so if he came to you and was like I'm about to go to dinner with uh so <laughs> we about to go grab drinks for a little bit yeah that happens you okay with that yeah okay. not not okay in my book no I if, just can't if your husband came to you and was like I'm about to go no, grab drinks with uh if Angela it, you about to be why like, you call Angela you know that power shit is real <laughs> you know <laughs> If your man going in for drinks with Angela, shut that yeah. shit well, down. Angela's getting shut down, regardless. <laughs> Angela's a sneaky bitch. But... <laughs> All Angela's <coughs> black yeah, Chinas. Oh. <laughs> well, that's, yeah. I'll say that for another episode. We ain't trying to discriminate. Right. Uplift the women, but we do. Um, no, I'm definitely that. not okay with it. If it's not someone that you're dealing with on a business level, I'm 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 not okay. And I think there's a distinction. I do not... If my boyfriend came with new female friends that haven't been his in his life for like 10 years, absolutely Who not. Who is this? I don't do new right. female. I don't no. do... And I gotta watch that because that's so crazy how like I even switched to that female. Like I don't like saying that because I know that I'm saying that with a certain... Mm. Right. So it is what it is. Women friends. Like if my, <laughs> if my... If my boyfriend came with new women friends that have been like... I, since I've been in your life, you just cultivated this new relationship. I wouldn't. I would. I would have a difficult time with that. Okay, that makes sense. Like, have who you met his female this? friends? Uh, no. You have not. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, but you, if you're in a relationship where you trust, y'all got to see Mimi's face right now. <laughs> She's like, "Girl, you tripping?" Right. <laughs> we gonna have Girl. to. We gonna have to have a group circle back. Well, I, mean, I, I eventually would like to meet them. Like, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. I think my boyfriend provides me a lot. I don't know if it's... I hope it's not me being naive, but he provides me with a lot of comfort that I don't... He's the part... Like, if it was anybody but him, I would not be okay. Right. But because of the comfort he provides me, I don't trip on... Like, that's not something right. I think about. So, circling back for a second, if y'all could see right now, DeSola has on a Black Love Matters shirt. Yes, I do. Black Love Which Does Matter. Yes. dope. So, we kind of talked about, touched on slightly interracial relationships um, a little earlier. So, what do you, what's your take on that? Basically, let's just get straight to it. Do you think that's something that um, 
is oh, not really okay. I don't want to use that word. So, do you agree with? What's it? your stance on that? Um, me personally, I would not ever date have dated outside of a black man. Yeah, that's what okay. ever. Um, ever. Um, ever. However, you can't. I mean, if you love who you love, is that your personal preference? You want, you know, you're open to people, or you know, no matter the race. Um, that's that's great. You know, live your life. Okay. <laughs> All right. I don't think um, that. Yeah, I don't think that a you know in a relationship relationships means that it's not real. The love ain't real. I don't believe that at all. But what I do know is that there are a lot of a lot of oh, what's a good word for this when you're trying to pick the words. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm. I'm like. I'm, I'm trying, trying to, to pick careful. the words because I, I do value. You know, I have friends in interracial relationships, and I would never want them to think that I think oh, anything of less not. of because I do believe that they are in loving relationships. Love is love. But I do believe that sometimes we, you know, we need to take history into account and what is something that I would be comfortable with from my perspective. I've tried it. I've dated white guys before. Uh, How did that work out? Did you. I just. So it didn't. It didn't such work. Such a centric <laughs> down home. It didn't work for girl, me. Black fists in the air. Like, oh, let me bring out my dashiki. <laughs> Shoot, playing with y'all. I just, I couldn't imagine. Like, it, it just, it didn't work for me. But I said, like, I gotta see if it works. For Did me. they ask because you to touch? Your growing hair. up, like black boys didn't show me love. Did they ask you to touch your hair? No, he didn't. Black but he did tell you me what? that interracial, rela- interracial babies were the cutest babies of all time, and, and that's, that's where some I, racist that, that, that didn't shit. Well that sounds me. like a fun. because I'm a I'm a, I was a beautiful black baby, that's right. brown exactly. skin, chocolate that's, skin, mm-hmm. and I don't believe that I should used to say that about no 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 that just didn't work for me. So right. um, I'm happy to be in a relationship with a black man. Right. Shout out to all that's the something black that I've always right. like, black like you know shout out you know sometimes we we say our shit but absolutely I think that at the end of the day. That's where I'm happy. Yeah, certainly. I, I wouldn't, I, like, I, I just wouldn't, that wouldn't fit me from where I, how I view myself, that wouldn't fit me. My yeah. stance is, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely, I can't see myself being with anyone but a black man. I've dated once. I've gone on, like, two dates with a white man before. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It just wasn't anything in common. He was a cool dude, but it wasn't like, he was like a friend. I mean, we had a cool conversation, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like, damn, I feel like I really connected with you. However, I do have a really close friend of mine who is in a very successful relationship with an, not only a white man, an older white man, and she feels very connected to him. So I know it happens. Like you yeah, said. I, don't think, I think it's real. Love, love is, is real. Love. Yeah. yeah. So you love who you love. However, I personally can't see my, I guess from growing up, like I said, with the strong, with my father, like seeing, having a strong black figure, you know, in my household and like my brothers, I value my brothers so much, but it, it's just crazy because I don't feel like it's reciprocated. My brothers date. love my brothers, but they don't date black women. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and they grew up in a household with my mother, you mm-hmm. see, and myself. They respect my mom mm-hmm. and me so much, but you chase these white women, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. your business. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's, that's your business. <laughs> However, um... I value black men. Like, I cannot see myself being, feeling protected. That security I was talking about, I can't see having that with... What if he was Tommy, though? <laughs> Girl, hell no. Nah. <laughs> no, nah, Tommy. Tom, uh, like, listen, Tommy, Tommy can get it. Tommy can get it. <laughs> However, <laughs> I would not settle down with Tommy. I need a strong black I'm man to feel secure. Ryan Gosling in my life. I don't need no goddamn Tommy. That's long. Ryan Gosling. Girl! Nope. <laughs> I know someone that she's from Africa and she only dates white men. 
Like, that's that's getting into some other culture. What do y'all like, think about the sugar baby sugar? I mean, this is kind of all topic for interracial, but what do y'all think about sugar babies? Because the only reason why I asked this. Are you on sugarbabies.com, girl? Oh, no, I deleted my profile. <laughs> <laughs> She's no more. No longer, no longer on sugarbabies.com. I'm not, no. I think, you know, I, I've, I've dated older men, and I, like, I don't think that that's, for me, that wouldn't be a boundary that, like, he couldn't be older. That's not a boundary for me. I'm not attracted to older men. There is nothing. She's not. I've tried. That's why I, mean, I, I, like, I said, come on to the 30 plus clubs. I will be 27. Girl, what am I supposed to do with him? Next Saturday. <laughs> and I cannot, I won't even look at the direction of a man that's older than 33. That's it. They're, it's just, they're not attractive to me. Hmm. I'm just not attracted to older men. And plus, and where I'm at with me being single, I want somebody that I can grow with. And an yeah. older man has already been there, done that for all the things that I find well, exciting. Well, men, they say well, men develop not that much slower. older. Like 30. No, that's what I'm saying. 33. Over 33. Okay. Yeah, 33 plus. 40. I am Ooh, not, I got my brothers it. are 34. That is granddad My oldest status. brother is 34. I am Granddad. I would address him as as an older gentleman. Excuse I just me, cannot. sir. <laughs> <laughs> sir. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> I cannot. So, um, kind of transitioning. I know this is the solo's area of expertise. Girl, you know I love to talk about the love languages. <laughs> Anybody that knows me, I know I've already recommended this book to you. So, shout out to you if you didn't go get it. That's time to go do it. <laughs> the Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman. I think... Oh my gosh, this book's really changed my life. Like I, I am a big on reading about love. Like that's a passion of mine. Like I read about it. I'm like I'm trying to be in a very intentional relationship because I think that there's a lot of things that we're brought up with that socialize us to be in a certain manner that is not healthy for us. So I am all about living a healthy lifestyle in all aspects of my life, especially in my romantic life and my friendships. Um, so there is. Again, the book, The Five Love Languages, which identifies love uh, five languages that we use to love each other. And the reason why I think this is so important is I think we kind of touched on this with, you know, in um, the, our last episode about friendship is that we put out something and we expect it to be returned. But what we what I think this bu- book does is it highlights that we may be putting out something. And that person may not be receiving it because it's not how their receptors are set up. So I may be, you know, expressing love in a certain type of way, expecting you to receive it. But really the way that you receive love is something completely different. And so what happens is there's a dysfunction that is created based off of something, a misunderstanding, because we didn't take the time to understand or we, we really don't get why somebody is one way and not the other. So right. the five leveling images we have are words of affirmation, uh, acts of service, receiving gifts and quality time. Uh, oh, and physical touch. So, words of affirmations, acts of service, receiving gifts, and quality. Oh, I keep doing that. Like, oh. it's the fourth one. <laughs> quality time and physical touch. So, uh, we definitely took the assessment. So, what did you guys get? I got my top... Um, well, it was top actually... top two. What are your top It two? was a tie between quality time and words of affirmation. And I definitely agree with that. I am more of a I-need-your-time kind of person. Like, yeah, receiving gifts are nice. However... Time can't be bought and time can't be replaced. So right. for you to, you could be doing anything in the world, but for you to take time out of your day, <clears throat> I'm a strong believer in you make time for for what and who you mm-hmm. want to make time for. Mm-hmm. So I think that someone, if I'm in a relationship with someone, for the way that they can show me they are serious about this is to, to give me their time. What about you, Mimi? My top two were acts of service and physical touch. Um, I definitely need to feel you i need to be kissed i need to be touched i need to be slapped on the booty like i need all i need to be hugged several times a day like when i see you i need i need to feel you um acts of service i definitely need was it like washing dishes and stuff yeah doing stuff 
Oh, yeah, I guess I should share the, the <laughs> definition. So, words of affirmation, that means your verbal compliments that express your love and appreciation. An example of that would be to brag to others about your spouse, write love letters. Um, you know, after any conflict would be speak words that build security um, and that initiate a sincere apology. Acts of service is any act that eases the burden of responsibility, whether that be washing dishes, pampering your spouse, offering to just let me do that. Let me take care of it for you. Girl. I, I got love you. that. I got you. Love it. Um, so after a conflict, that would be good to make behavior changes requested through the conflict. So if you're having a conversation and you know your, your woman, your king, your queen is acts of service, make sure that you're making the actual changes that, the, that you're doing what they, they requested from that conflict. Uh, quality time means focused and undivided attention spent together. So putting that phone down, ain't nobody on Snapchat or Instagram because <laughs> clearly if somebody messaged you, which y'all too, they messaging everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so to turn off electronics, go for a walk, plan date nights, start a hobby together. Um, so after conflict, again, that would be making eye connect, eye, eye connect, eye contact, <laughs> active listening with empathy and uh, not interrupting. So giving gifts, which is actually my love languages. These two, we got to the studio today, and they just wanted to comment. I was like, you the materialistic one. You know, and I had to break it down. Yeah, I had to break it down because this is the the biggest. I used, it took me a while to like get comfortable with my love language because it sounds so like, oh, you just want to receive all this stuff. You're not even. And so then I had to think about like who the person I am. And I know that that's not in my heart. That's, you know, to be mm-hmm. in, in that, that way in a malicious or to, in, a, in a way right. to take advantage of somebody. Um, but really was is tangible symbols that reflect your thoughtfulness and effort. So receiving a gift, what that means to me, like when I was younger, my mom would always, like if she went out of town, even if like at the day during the week, she, at some point she would buy me like a piece of candy or something. It doesn't have to be right. anything expensive. But what that signified to me is like, wow, throughout my day, like my mom, she's doing all this stuff. And like at some point of the day, she thought about me. Mm-hmm. Right. So the same thing, like in, in a relationship or from my guy, like those things, whether it's you took the time to write a note, you took the time to buy some quirky little keychain you know it doesn't it's not it by means anything materialistic in the terms of expense but it's a physical representation that you thought of me a physical representation of something you wanted me to have that means the world to me mm-hmm. um so um how to express that make a birthday and anniversaries really special surprise them with their favorite treat like that's that's on me like, and you asked me too you were like so if your spouse never spent a dime on you never took you out to eat would you be okay with that and that's not necessarily what i'm saying but i'm saying if i had to choose between one or the other i would prefer your time over you yeah. purchasing something for and that's me. your language see i think also I, my context is that i've been in a lot of long distance relationships oh. so i couldn't have quality time like them sending me cards every like so often that's what really was able to help con- you know keep that connection alive or it just made me feel special so that's me you're really good at writing cards oh thank you yeah you are (laughs) (laughs) um so the last one is physical touch and so i think this one gets construed with being sexual all the time and so this is a non-sexual touch that reinforces your presence so long hugs gentle caressing kissing massages hand holding Mm -hmm. um so after conflict hold each other without saying a word and just cuddle through you know through the night together yeah Love that. Well, definitely. My second one, I don't think I touched on that, was words of affirmation. I do like to be reassured that the person that I'm with values me. And just hearing that and just hearing how much you appreciate me definitely makes me feel secure. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, My second one is acts of service. And I think, I don't know if it's my pride or what it is, but if like I just mention something briefly to you and you take care of it. Mm-hmm. Girl, you gonna get these motherfuckers. Girl, girl, <laughs> tonight, tonight, <laughs> tonight. Oh, definitely. 
All right, y'all. Um, so, yeah. Well, we thank you guys for joining our second episode. Um, as always, Sola T is going to leave you with a homework assignment. So, the challenge of this week, if you're single, if you're committed, if you're in a gray space, a situationship, friends with benefits, all I'm asking you is to, you know, think about reflecting how important you are and how you love and, you know, what's important to you. What are your three things that you're looking for in a relationship? Go take the uh, the five love languages uh, quiz. We'll make sure that we post that to one of our posts. You can have the link available yes. there. Join um, the conversation. It's, it's free. You know, join the conversation. I think it's just important to really think about how you want to love, whether you're already in a situation or whether you don't know if you want a situation or you're just not in one. I think, or, you know, or if you're in a marriage, like it, it's it's important. It's an evolving thing. You're, you're, you might change mm-hmm. what you feel, but I think the, the important thing is for you to know what it is that, that sits well with you. Right. No, definitely. Yes. Thank you for tuning in to Three Queens and Things and stay tuned for our next episode. Definitely follow us on social media. Comment. Let us know if you have the same struggles as far as dating. If you're Let us know. Successful. Sola T wants to know. Sola T will answer all of your <laughs> life questions. <laughs> <laughs> follow us on Instagram, Facebook. At um, Queens and Things. Oh, at Three Queens and Things. Three Excuse queens me. Queens and Things. And, and we will three respond. Three Queens and Things. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for listening.